Listener Production. The first gain of the week for the Aussie share market, which stocks helped most? And how US patents sent a couple of stocks soaring today. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 19th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura. Good afternoon, Stevie. Can you see the big smile on my face? I can. You can because we're sitting in a room together. Yeah, we're only a couple yeah. of metres away. So that I helps. <laughs> Eyesight's not great, to be honest, but yes. um, it's you good enough to notice. On. Yes, I do. Yeah, so it's good. The reason you're smiling, of course, is that we finally had a gain. No, I was just smiling about my lunch earlier. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed your lunch. That's, uh, that's a great sign, Laura. But in all seriousness, of course, what we saw today was an improvement after two days of declines. We were up and we did enough to actually push us into positive territory for the week so far too. Exactly. We more than reversed all of the past two days of losses. We actually closed at our highest levels in about a month. Mm. Did you? I don't know if you saw that as well. I, well, no. Well, thank you for making me aware of it. But <laughs> I know that at the end of last week, we hit a three and a half week high. So it's we good did. to see we went a little bit higher than that. Exactly right. So we're up about half a percent or 40 points. We finished at 7,320 four points. And this really follows quite a solid session on Wall Street last night. And that was mostly thanks to a boost in bank stocks after they posted some strong earnings results. Yeah. So we heard from Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, you know, we've got the many companies, of course, going forward for weeks that will be releasing profit results. The Dow Jones in the US, that index that basically represents 30 of the largest stocks in America, seven straight days of gains. They haven't been higher since April 2022. Mm. But I think adding to this, there are growing hopes that many central banks around the world that set interest rates, you know, every couple of months or so, are getting close to that point where the painful rate hikes can actually stop soon. So I think that's also been very encouraging. And inflation has been continuing to drop in many countries too. Yeah, exactly right. We did get a couple of inflation figures, which we'll talk about later on in the podcast. But just back to Locally today, what we saw in sectors, we only saw two of 11 sectors declining, which is really good uh, compared with what we've seen the past couple of days, especially yesterday. Miners fell most led lower by some of the biggest players, including BHP and Fortescue. Communications was the only other sector to decline, but bank stocks were a standout for the second day in a row. And there are actually quite a few banks that are on a seven-day winning streak now. So they've actually done well for some time. And on average, we've had gains of around 2%. And when the largest sector and some of the biggest stocks on our market gain by that kind of magnitude, it certainly has a pretty significant impact on the ASX 200. Exactly. And we also saw energy stocks improve quite strongly today. Tech stocks continuing their rally. We saw healthcare coming back from some of their losses recently as well. But there were a lot of stocks in focus today. There were heaps. Maybe just before we get there, we should probably touch on inflation because I feel like that actually made uh, maybe a bit of a difference. You know, even if the stock market's ignoring it a little, I think it's an important development that in the past 24 hours, we've had inflation dropping in Canada, in New Zealand earlier this morning, maybe not quite by as much as expected, <laughs> but no. it still was a drop nonetheless. And also in the UK, exactly. um, just before our share market closed, it came out with an encouraging drop in inflation. And mm. it's been one of those countries that's almost stood on its own, really trying, you know, struggling to bring down prices. So inflation there has dropped from 8.7% down to 7.9%. And what many economists were expecting was for a number around 8.2%. So certainly a good sign. Last week, we had inflation in the US dropping as well. 
and we'll have to wait until next week to see what prices do here in Australia. Yeah, and of course, in the UK, in their last meeting, we saw them lift interest rates by 50 basis points, mm -hmm. which was a massive one when we we're expecting 25 basis points, which really shows how much they're trying to fix their inflation problem. And also, their next meeting will be in two weeks' time. We are expecting another rate hike at this point. Yeah, so I think the question is going to be whether that inflation report, which is softer today, is going to be enough to see a smaller rate hike of a quarter of a percent, or if they're going to go for half. But for most, it seems like central banks are getting closer to that point now where they can at least press pause mm. if we continue to see this type of trend, of course, for a number of months, because you can't just rely on one month's worth of data. But if this continues for the next few months, it's going to be very encouraging. Well, they've raised rates for 14 consecutive sessions. So you would it's a hope, bit, isn't it? Yeah. You'd hope that they're getting closer <laughs> to the end of that. And of course, as you mentioned, New Zealand and Canada as well. And New Zealand's actually in a technical recession at the moment. So seeing those sort of weaker, I guess, numbers, even though it was higher than expected. It's at least heading in the right direction. Correct. Um, so that's, I think, encouraging. It went from 6.7% down to 6. The expectation was only slightly less than that. So it really wasn't too um, badly received by markets. But back to stocks, which you were going to mention, there were quite a few that received attention today. There were. The top two performers were up there, both for the same reason, actually. Brainchip was one of them. That's the artificial intelligence company. Today, they announced that they've received yet another US patent for its advanced learning technology. This brings their patent portfolio to a total of 17. So they keep releasing news that they're getting these patents. And this seems to be seem to be well received by investors today, seeing its shares lift 6.5%. A similar story with cancer treatment company Immugene, which ended up being today's top performer. Its shares up 13% ahead of Brainship after the company received its own US patent to protect both the composition and method of use of its cancer treatment. And the US is actually the largest healthcare market in the world. So this was a crucial step forward for Imugene. Absolutely. And also, of course, plenty of quarterly updates from, especially from those resource, resource. Uh, names at the moment. So today we heard one of the stocks was Woodside, which is the largest energy company on our share market. It rose with most of the other oil and gas companies, but mixed result from the group. On the one hand, it said that revenues have dropped back by almost 30% between April and June compared to the prior quarter. And it blamed this on lower oil and gas prices and a 5% drop in how much production it, uh, it carried out. But on the flip side, it kept its goals for the year steady. So I think that was encouraging and that's perhaps why its stock didn't drop too much. Northern Star, though, was the loser out of today. Its shares fell almost 6% the worst performer on the ASX 200 today. This comes after a mixed result in its quarterly update. So its results in the June quarter were in line with expectations. However, its forward guidance seems to be what investors were focused on. Its 2024 financial year production and cost estimates were pretty disappointing. So production guidance was lower than expected, while costs have been forecast to be higher than markets were anticipating. Yeah, and, and this is something with many of these stocks, obviously, that you might, if you look at on face value, it looks pretty good because Northern Star actually said it's produced more gold over the past three months at a higher price, at a lower cost. That's all good news, but mm. you're right. You know, when you look at the whole year, that's mm. where it kind of seemed to fall short and that's why the stock fell. Sometimes Some, it's in the finer uh, details. Absolutely. So you've got to dig deep a little bit. But the interesting thing about Northern Star, it's still up about 15% this year, four times better than the ASX 200. And it's actually improved 
nine of the past 10 years on the market. So generally has moved higher for, for an extended period. We also heard today from another stock uh, miner, Rio Tinto, the largest iron ore producer in the country, and another mixed result really from the group. So on the one hand, it actually had a slight dip in how much iron ore it sold over the past three months, but it's become more optimistic about how much it might sell over the year. But also it was a bit more negative about copper and alumina production. But really at the end of the day, Iron ore is how it makes most of its money, and that's what the, the stock seems to be reacting to most. So moving away from the resource stocks, Telix Pharmaceuticals, the biotech and cancer treatment company, was another one in the spotlight today. There was an article released saying they dosed their first patient in one of their studies being conducted in patients with solid tumours. So just another company making progress towards treating cancer, which is great news. And then... At 4.15 after the market shut, the sneaky buggers released their quarter two update. So the market won't have a chance to respond to that until tomorrow. But in a nutshell, that's what I was here doing after the the market shut. Their total revenue was up 21% from the previous quarter to $121 million. The same time last year, their revenue was around $20 So big wins there. Its cash balance lifted. Customer receipts were up too. The report goes into more detail on its cancer studies, if our listeners want to find out more about that. And they're still in the process of acquiring UK-based Lightpoint Medical for 51 million Aussie dollars, which could expand Telix's capabilities. So that'll be one to watch tomorrow when the market opens to see how everyone responds to, to that information. Two stocks that fell today, uh, Ansel and Horizon, uh, the rail freight operator. They both fell very heavily yesterday after some updates. So Ansel yesterday was down 14%, fell another two and a half today. Basically, it warned of a more challenging 2024. And in Horizon's case, it was down yesterday where it warned that profits will probably be at the lower end of what it was previously hoping. So those stocks are falling. And that's what we're, we're seeing at the moment, that even, you know, stocks might not just fall or move on the day they release their results, but if they're bad enough, they could actually extend for a couple of sessions. Exactly right. Now, looking ahead to tonight, a couple of big ones, mm-hmm. Netflix and Tesla. Yep. They'll be out with quarterly updates. Also, IBM and Goldman Sachs will be releasing their numbers. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow? Well, we also have housing starts and building permits happening we do. in the US, we which do. is... Just a smaller one, one to mention. Tomorrow will be the big one, though. Tomorrow's the big one. Actually, on tonight, thanks for reminding me, we also have inflation. <laughs> we can't get enough. We yes. can't get enough. There's a lot happening there tonight. Is. European inflation will be out. So that will mm-hmm. add to all the other the inflation conversations picture. we yep, have there. Yep. And tomorrow, of course, the big one. Jobs data. Jobs data. Locally, of course. So yep. we're expecting to see a lift of 15 thousand jobs. So if we see anything different, this could move markets. We're expecting unemployment to lift from 3.6% to 3.7%. And this is for the month of June. So this will be one of the last really two things to watch for the next interest rate decision on the 1st of August. Inflation, the big one next week for us. We also have quite a few companies out with uh, quarterly updates tomorrow as well. BHP is one of them. Evolution, the gold miner. Santos will be another, and Illumina. So they're going to be pretty big ones to watch. Telix, of course, you said already we've discussed, but that was meant to be tomorrow, I believe. It was meant to be tomorrow. Results. I was wondering if I should hold it for tomorrow it's okay. or speak to it today. But I thought we'd touch on it tomorrow because we'll see how the share price moves anyway. Absolutely. And also Corp is paying out a dividend. So it's not going to be a market mover by any means, but if you hold stocks in, in the stock and 
or shares in the, in the company and you're eligible, 24 cents per share is what they're paying out tomorrow. Cha-ching. Cha-ching, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Should we leave it there for I today? I think we should. It's been a pretty big should. day. It's been a big day. We'll see if we can continue the An exciting the gains day, yes. To a second straight day. Which imagine. Is, it, well, two whole days, wow. Yeah, a two-day winning streak, which is the <laughs> not really a, I mean, you can't it's really get shorter. Streak. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll see if it happens. All right. On that note, have a lovely night, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Ciao, ciao. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.